Hey Warriors, this is Amy. And this is Sarah, and you're listening to the Unqualified Therapist Sync. Yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. Woo! Hmm. That was the showstopper of the day. Hell yeah. Damn. Today was a historic day. We are recording on January 20th, 2021. It's always exciting for an inauguration. Mm -hmm. I do remember Obama's very clearly. I remember crying four years ago. (laughs) Um, This one feels very significant in so many ways. Obvious reasons that we're headed in a different direction now. Mm -hmm. It feels as though someone who wants to unite us is in charge and leading the country. And then the biggest, most obvious thing is our vice president. Yeah. I still, I still think it's hard to believe that it happened because we're so consumed by Trump and him leaving and all of those things that I feel like sometimes it kind of got pushed down until Mm -hmm. today. A lot of people have been talking about it today. Yeah. I have seen this a lot on friends and famous people's uh, post today as they watch the inauguration. And I think a little girl even at school had a t-shirt on that said something similar to this. Uh, But Mindy Kaling wrote, I was at work, but apparently her daughter said, is that mommy? It looks like mommy when she was looking at Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. And then Mindy Kaling said, best compliment I ever got. It matters. Happy inauguration, everyone. Oh, I have goosebumps. Me too. It matters so much. It matters so much. To see yourself reflected Mm -hmm. in a position of power. Yeah. That woman looks like me. Yeah. That vice president of the United States looks like me. When the newest batch of representatives were sworn in, I believe, was that two years ago? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of women who looked like me. Yeah. And I remember at 40-whatever thinking that myself so imagine from a little girl's perspective thinking like oh my gosh you know this Mm -hmm. is possible more than possible yeah it's incredible i am privileged to be a white woman i am privileged to be white i'm not privileged to be a woman (laughs) (laughs) no no i've never had to look at that and think i can't do that i've had the privilege to be able to dream like that So I can't imagine. I'm so happy that there's representation out there for almost everyone. Yeah, he's doing a really good job with his cabinet, too. Mm -hmm. Having that be a a very strong representation of all people. Mm -hmm. So I think that, I don't know, the winner of the day, if there is one, I'd say it's the American people, obviously, in our country. (laughs) But the star wasn't our president and vice president. It was Amanda Gorman. She was amazing. Um, She is unreal. She just got 200,000 new followers on Instagram from when I checked an hour ago. (gasps) 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have goosebumps. So Amanda Gorman, her poem was everything. Incredible. It was just everything. And and she's 22 years old, people. 22. 22. That is so young. She reminds us of so many things, but from a writer's perspective and from a, you know, an ELA teacher and someone who finds words to be extremely powerful, reminds us the power of words and the way that they're spoken. Yes. And they're just so powerful when they are said in a certain way and when you combine certain ones together. And I think that, you know, outside of all of the other issues, that's when one thing I was thinking about was just how powerful it is to have beautiful words that mean so much. They carried mm-hmm. so much weight. They did. And her delivery, her physical mm-hmm. delivery of it was so elegant. Her hands and like the way she, yeah. she like physically moved the words. Right. And placed the words in certain places when it she is. was speaking. And it was and, so... And, um, they moving. Call, what I used to go to poetry slams, right? Is that what they yeah, were? Yeah, po- we had poetry slams. There were oh, what were the not the open mic nights, but um, you know when you're like, <laughs> yeah. What's but I mean, that's what it reminded me of yeah. because of the way that you say the words mm-hmm. and you and you and you have them flow off of your mouth and the things you do with your hands. It's all very precise, mm-hmm. and I would think probably planned. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The whole thing's quotable. We could probably we could probably discuss the entire poem. Do you have anything specific that jumped out at you? Several things. Mm-hmm. The most poignant one to me was at the beginning, and I know we want to talk about that in a little bit. So I would say that the next thing that just really got me was, and the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. Because I think that this country for centuries has just gone with, well, that's just the way it is. And because that's just the way it is, or that's our constitution, and that's what our forefathers wrote on a piece of paper, doesn't mean that that is justice, that that is right. where we should be headed as a country, or staying. If we're staying still after, standing still after two centuries plus of being a country, then that's not a country I want to be in. We should be evolving. We should be right. progressing and embracing. There was new something things. always that didn't sit right with me. The slogan "Make America Great Again," mm. because I don't really ever feel like okay. Well, maybe it was great for a white man, right, back in the day. Yeah, but when was it? It was never great. No, for the rest of us. No. So I didn't understand that slogan, and it was just a very PC way of white men power. Right. Let's go back to when we're in charge. We have everything. Mm -hmm. So, yes, this was a beautiful way of talking about moving forward. Mm -hmm. So what was your quote that stood out to you? She said, let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tired, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Mm. Yeah. I thought the first line right there, the first three words, let the globe. People are watching us. Right. Every, all around the country is watching us. They've yeah. been laughing at us for the past four years. This last thing that happened at the Capitol made us just look extremely just chaotic chaotic, and, and very easy to, you know, infiltrate. Infl- oh, yeah. Um, if you're not making fun of us, then you're going to be probably planning to hurt us. Mm-hmm. 
And so when she said that, it just got me, let the globe, Mm -hmm. if nothing else, say this is true. We can't pretend that it didn't all happen. It happened. Mm -hmm. Because being American is more than a pride we inherit. It's the past we step into and how we repair it. The past four years happened. And so now we just have to continue to grow, continue to hope and stay together. We're going to talk in a little bit about how I personally don't believe that's possible. Right. In the current situation. Right. But for a moment, while she was (laughs) giving this speech, Mm -hmm. I was so proud to be an American. Um, I never wanted to wear my red, white, and blue more than ever in my life Mm -hmm. um, and really represent this the beautiful country that we live in. And I'm so happy I can say that again. There's so much healing and fixing that needs to be done for it to be true but Mm -hmm. at least it's during this part during this inauguration i felt like we're on the right path right one of the things that biden said during his inauguration speech and i am not going to quote it word for word Mm -hmm. but just uh, loosely quoted he said if you agree with me that's great but if you don't agree with me oh yes i remember this part yeah if you don't agree with me that's okay that's democracy I think you made an audible sound during that point. I, I loved did. it. I, I was like, like oh, yes, oh, like this is it. Right I did. There. I put my hands yes. again. Yeah. I think I shot both my arms in the yeah. air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes. I have goosebumps again on my cheeks. How does that happen? <laughs> I didn't even like they're all over my body. Uh, but that just got me. I was like, yes, that's democracy. It's okay that we don't agree with each other. We're not going to always agree with each other. No, we're not. And I mean, look at un- us. You and I disagree about certain points. Right. But we are friends. We are close friends. We are able to have discussions about it. I think the problem comes when it's not political and it's human rights. Mm-hmm. So I would, I couldn't be your friend if you were an out-and-out racist. Same. Right. Or even subtly, and if I said something to you, you'd be offended by it. So, right. so I, I agree that, that we all are different and we're coming from different places. But I've always believed what he said. Except now I think, do we have that anymore? Or do we just have a belief system on this side and a belief system on this side, yeah, right? Like right. an inherent belief system, which to me isn't debatable. Like mm-hmm. we can't debate a woman and a man being equal, a black and white being equal. Right, we can't debate no that. It just that. fucking is. Right. You know, we can't debate, in my opinion, that it's okay to kill unarmed black men. <laughs> right. Right. I can't debate that with you. And that's what concerns me is that that's where we're at. Right. Not necessarily someone who I always go to fiscal things because to me, that's how I used to think of Republican and Democrat. Yeah. Right. So. Right. You know, well, the right to bear arms or... Right. Which I could even get behind that. Mm-hmm. Like, give me an argument. I don't feel one way or another on either side. I know that there's way too much gun violence in our country. I mean, I would prefer if we could please get rid of the automatic weapons. But yeah, keep your guns. I don't really care. Right. Like, it's not infringing on me. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you're doing it, you know, with safe- what safety and whatever. So you can even talk to me about that. I can even go there. And probably, like, agree to disagree mm-hmm. or agree. Right. Or I talk, I think, about fiscal conservativeness. So someone that wants, you know, lower taxes, 
because they don't think that there should be so many social programs mm-hmm. to help whatever. Okay, these are things to discuss. Right. Those are ideas. Those are... Yes, they're not beliefs. They're no. ideas. Mm-hmm. And so ideas, yeah, bring them to me. Mm-hmm. Disagree with me. And again, I'm going to put it out there. We want to have someone who doesn't agree with us on the show. That can have a... That can have a productive a conversation. conversation. A productive conversation where no one's insulting anyone, but we're just having a conversation about maybe why you feel a certain way about an idea. Going off of that, one of the other lines from Amanda's poem was, We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. We must lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. That was beautiful. Her hands when she said that. If you haven't watched her say it, watched her read this poem, find it. I know MSNBC's website has it uploaded and where it's just her speaking. It's only about five minutes long. It's beautiful. There's another quote that we used when I was doing uh, Reading Warriors Mm -hmm. in the city, um, which is an all, nearly all African-American organization not organization but the group that i led Mm -hmm. the high school students but we had a thought i didn't come up with this it was another speaker but with that you reach forward so you can reach back isn't that interesting explain that so you reach forward Mm -hmm. to like go forward to do bigger brighter things so you can reach back and and help somebody else get there with you right Anyways, that just made me think of it. They're two, they're similar, but they don't mean the same thing. No, I, I love that. But I think that's another one where this idea that oh, there's just not one prize. Yeah. We can all keep going forward. Right. There's enough seats at the table mm-hmm. for all of us. Yeah, that was a beautiful line, and I love the way she did it. Mm-hmm. This line, when I read it to Sarah, I said to her, I said, I want this to be about me too, right? This is, she's speaking about our country. And I just, I think it's so beautiful the way she describes it. We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be. A country that is bruised, but whole, benevolent, but bold, fierce and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation because we know our inaction and inertia will be the inheritance of the next generation. But that part where it was bruised but whole, Mm -hmm. benevolent but bold, fierce and free. I just thought, gosh, what a beautiful words for the idea of us moving forward and the different characteristics that I think that the United States needs to take on. The benevolence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And man, are we bruised. But if yeah. there's a country more bold than us, show it to me. Right. Let's use that boldness for something good. I hope so. I hope so. As we're talking, I can hear the hesitancy in my voice. And it's because I'm unsettled. Mm-hmm. It should be a joyous day where I'm drinking champagne and mm-hmm. just like, we won. Mm-hmm. We did it. Like, we got to the finish line. Right. Our team won. And mm-hmm. I don't feel that at all. I feel I feel like something in my throat. I feel, I feel an elephant on my chest. And I feel, like, anxiety mm-hmm. and anticipation. Mm-hmm. I told Amy when she got here, when I was watching, I was kind of picking stuff up um, around my living room. 
so that it didn't look like a complete bomb went off in here when she got it. I would not care. <laughs> not that she would care. No. Or that, not that she hasn't seen it like that before. Right. But I was picking stuff up and I had my back to the TV and I, I thought, I shouldn't have my back to the TV. What if something happens? Like, that was my thought. During our new sitting president giving his speech, accepting the presidency, I thought something's going to happen. Yeah. I'm a little surprised that nothing did, but I'm also not because of, and, and as we're going to talk about, because of the things that, you know, I've been hearing from reporters who have also been a part of some of these chat sites that the extreme right are a part of. There's really no organization there, apparently, from what um, right. you know, I've, I've been hearing. There was a reporter that works for the New York Times and reported on the Daily that she was a part of Gab and... Is it Parlor? It was Parlor before it got shut down. Parlor, yeah. Parkour! Yeah, parkour. <laughs> parkour! <laughs> Gotta lighten it up. Whew, it's getting heavy in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, parlor, too. So she you know, said that on there, it's it's kind of like a hot mess. I mean, those are shut down now, but she said that there's no organization. They can't seem to get their shit together, but that there were there were a lot of talks about today. There ha- being something happening. And uh, there was a lot of things in Trump's speech today that mm-hmm. to me was a call to yep, call to action. He has fucking done that every time yep. his the thing that he said in the debates. Yep. Every time he has time to talk, he talks out of one side of his mouth mm-hmm. so that you're thinking that we're going in this direction and then drops this bomb that most people don't even pick up on right where he has a call to action for his people and there was one today and it scared the shit out of me yep we we watched it we heard him say it and we looked at each other and thought fuck i will always fight for you i will be watching i will be listening and i will tell you that the future of this country has never been better so while he does wish the new administration luck He is saying to his people, it's just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. And he said when he was getting on the helicopter, I'm saying goodbye. Hopefully it's not a long-term goodbye. Yes. And then he says, so have a good life. We will see you soon. So he's saying both things. (laughs) But to me, that means I'm still your leader. Yep. I'm not sure what platform he's going to use. You can't be like, follow me on Twitter <laughs> or, or anything. Um, so I guess he could just keep doing rallies. I guess, yeah. I mean, he loves a good rally. His people love a rally. Well, yeah, as long as he can get that feeling from people and get pumped up. And, yeah. And, yeah. And they like it, too. Hear the support. Then Ooh, they feed good. off of that. Mm-hmm. He does really well in rallies. So that is what's weighing heavy on me today. This is all I wanted. I know. This is it. This is it. I was praying for this and hoping for this forever. And I just thought that I would feel differently today. Well, I think the last four years have been so, well, for lack of a better word, traumatic for a lot of people. And so I think what was happening is that when when you're dealt trauma, you have to kind of take it in a step-by-step mode because you can't handle it all at once. So I think we were taking it piece by piece because I think we would have lost it if we had to, to try to attack everything at once or absorb everything at once or try to address everything at once so i think that we've gotten to the point he's out of office biden is in there so now we need to be looking forward and listening back to try to combat what's coming bringing up trauma is a really good point because when you've been abused or you have suffered trauma you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop Mm mm-hmm there really isn't that space of ease mm-hmm. that you used to live in. You never really know life 
again. Right. In that place of no. ease. Mm-hmm. You're always on high alert. Mm-hmm. And I would say normally work through that shit. But <laughs> after listening to The Daily today, which was, a, I think, Tuesday's episode. It was, yeah. 19th, if you want to take a listen, I highly suggest it. It reminded me that I better not close my eyes mm-hmm. because they aren't done. You know, I'm not being dramatic. I'm, I'm, I'm stating what what we're not seeing because we cut them out of every media platform mm-hmm. possible so we can't see them. Right. Which so, is terrifying. Which is even well. more terrifying than having them rant and rave on mm-hmm. fucking Twitter. Right. Because at least we knew what they were up to. Mm-hmm. And now they're all in texts. Did you hear that? I part? did, yes. So a huge, Maybe huge WhatsApp text chain. or something like that. She didn't want to mention. So on the daily, they were interviewing Republicans who voted for Trump. Um, a couple of them were at their rally on the 6th. Mm-hmm. And so the that's how the um, reporters knew how to get in touch with them. They had spoken with them ahead of time. One of them was saying that they, um, she's a mother, and they had a group text between seven moms. And they were starting off just as standing on corners, holding signs to support Trump. They just wanted him to know that they were thankful. Yes, that was her, those were her words. <laughs> grateful maybe i don't know i don't know ever i can't i I had a hard time getting those words out yeah this group grew and i don't i don't did she give a number 200 over 200 to over 200 people yeah and she wouldn't say what platform they're using because she was afraid that it would get taken down but she kept saying text group Mm -hmm. so that could be telegram that could be a regular texting that could be anything i just messenger you know I still get nervous out if I wear something a little bit social justice. Social justice, yeah. Yeah, or Black Lives Matter Matter stuff. Or Mm -hmm. um, I just ordered that sweatshirt that said, um, my vice president is a black woman. And before Mm -hmm. anybody says that she's just half black, I get that. Did my research. You can, you know, at any, however much you're black, you can, you know, you can identify as a black woman. And then the other idea is if she was sent to jail, we would just say that she was that yeah. she was black. Mm-hmm. So when it's the positive things, I think that they try to downplay the blackness of it. Mm-hmm. So that's not negating her other 50% of her heritage. Right. South Indian? I believe so. Which is just as amazing. They had, yeah. in India, they had an incredible celebration oh, for her today. Oh, makes me so happy. Like a big Buddhist celebration. That's amazing. So amazing. And just the same way, it's just as amazing. It's just that in this country, we have so much hatred toward black people mm. that it, I'm so tired of it. It actually makes me feel like sick in my stomach. Yeah. So I guess I just wish I was happier. <laughs> I know. It's we were we we did get that. We had a about moment. an hour of happiness, though, listening to him speak, hearing people sing, listening to the poem. Oh, when J-Lo sang. I missed that. Oh, okay. Well, I was driving. When J-Lo sang, I was so proud to be an American. And if you know me, you know that's not something I would normally say. (laughs) But what my daughter said very poignantly to me, she goes, it's okay, mom. We got it back. This Mm. is America. And I was like, oh, damn, Lily. Damn, child. So she's no child. She's no child. And so I just was so excited. I mean, I'm just excited to be excited for our country on both sides. I'm yeah. excited and nervous all right. at once. Right. 
And so she says, and yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose. And then this just punched me. I loved it in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) To compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. Hmm. And I believe she said somewhere around there, too, that a skinny black girl can go from dreaming to be the president to reading a poem to one. It says, where a skinny black girl descended from slaves Mm. and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. Yeah. That's that's super powerful. Yeah. Visual. The descended from slaves. I can just see... Mm And she, like, trickled her hands down like water mm-hmm. when she said it. And it was just, oh, it was so beautiful. Yeah. Maybe she's going to be the next Maya Angelou. Mm. I guess we said this before. I would love it. I would love to hear from the other countries. I know. What was your inaugura- inauguration day like? Did you watch it? What do you think of us? What do you think of <laughs> our new leadership? Do you think that we stand a chance? What is the, you know, the talk of the town in your country? Mm-hmm. We really only hear what's going on right around us. And now that we've cut certain people off of their media outlets and social media, we only hear one side now. So it's very, that's weird too. It is. I'm not, I, I, I'm not super comfortable with that. I'm not either. I'm, I understand the reason why they you can't have hate cut speech. them off because they can't, yeah, they can't promote hate speech and they can't promote things that are going to rally people together to cause for violence so i get it i get why it was done but then again i understand their their side when they say like this is all one-sided then and like yeah i i get it freedom of speech is a real thing but then how do we separate those who are wanting to cause violence and civil war from those who are just wanting to voice their truth and their story i don't know i think it's complicated i'm not normally at a loss for words i feel (laughs) I feel very much at a loss for words. I feel very heavy. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting, getting kind of heavy. There we go. It's getting. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave you with this, friends. While today was beautiful and exciting and inspiring, we don't want to get complacent and we just want to make sure that we remember, as Amanda stated today, quiet isn't always peace. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And I know that I've been a little bit all over the place with my emotions on this, but I think it's really important to end with knowing that it is very possible if we all decide to become the light that it will change things. So what she left us with was, when day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and unafraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it.